0: the hours of the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit amen O my Jesus I humbly bow down before your divine presence may your most loving heart help me to meditate on the 24 hours of your most sorrowful passion in that passion you wanted to suffer so much for our love in your adorable body and in your most holy soul, even unto death on the cross. Oh, give me help, grace, love, profound compassion, and understanding of your sufferings as I now meditate this hour. For those hours that I cannot meditate, I offer you my desire to meditate them. Accept my intention to meditate on all the hours, even when I must sleep, or perform my duties. O merciful Lord Jesus, united with you, grant that my intention may be profitable for me and for many, as if I had effectively carried out what I desire to do. I give you thanks, O my Jesus. I thank you for calling me to union with you in prayer. To please you, I take your thoughts, your tongue, and your heart. I want to pray with them. I want to fuse myself in your will and in your love. I extend my arms to embrace you. I rest my head on your heart, and I begin. The 9 a.m. hour. Jesus is crowned with thorns. My Jesus, infinite love. The more I look at you, the more I understand how much you suffer. They have lacerated you completely, leaving no sound part in you. Your torturers become enraged on seeing your looks of love in the midst of your sufferings. Your loving gaze forms a sweet enchantment. Like so many voices, it beseeches more pains and new pains. The torturers act inhumanly, but the force of your love compels them to put you on your feet to suffer new and more terrible torments. But unable to stand, you fall in your own blood. This makes them angry, and with kicks and shoves, they drive you to the place where they will crown you with thorns. My love, Without your loving look to support me, I will not be able to go on watching you suffer. I already feel my bones shudder. My heart is pounding. I feel myself dying. Jesus, Jesus, help me. And it seems that my beloved Jesus says to me, My child, take courage. Do not waste anything of what I have suffered. Be attentive to my teachings. I must completely remake man. Sin has taken away his crown and has crowned him with such disgrace and shame that he cannot appear before my majesty. Sin has dishonored him and stripped him of all his rights to honor and glory. That is why I want to be crowned with thorns, to place the crown on man's head and restore his rights to every honor and glory. My thorns will be reparations and voices of forgiveness before my Father. For so many sins of thought, especially of pride, my thorns will be voices of light for every created mind and voices of supplication that they not offend me. That is why I want you to unite with me, to pray and make reparation with me. My crown Jesus, your incredulous enemies make you sit down and throw a purple rag over you and force it over your sacred head with diabolical fury. With the blows of a stick, they drive the thorns deep into your forehead. Some of the thorns enter your eyes, your ears, your head, and even the back of your neck. My love, what agony, what unspeakable pains. How many cruel deaths you suffer. Blood already flows down your face, so that one sees only blood. But beneath those thorns and blood, your most sacred face radiates gentleness, peace, and love. The torturers want to complete the tragedy. So they blindfold you, put a reed in your hand as a scepter, and begin their jest. They greet you, King of the Jews. They hit the crown, they slap you, and you remain silent. In this way, you make reparation for the ambition of those who aspire to kingdoms, dignities, and honors. You atone for those who find themselves in such places and conduct themselves badly, causing the ruin of the people and the souls entrusted to them. With the reed in your hand, you make reparation for so many seemingly good works, empty of interior spirit, and even performed with evil intentions. With the insult and mockery, you make reparation for those who ridicule, discredit and profane the most holy things. My King Jesus, your enemies continue their insults. The blood that flows from your most holy head even enters your mouth. It keeps you from making me hear your gentle voice clearly, and so I cannot copy what you do, but come into your arms and want to place my head under those thorns to feel their punctures. And as I am saying this, my Jesus calls me with his loving glance, and I run. I press myself to his heart and try to hold his head up. Oh, how good it is to be with you, Jesus, even in the midst of a thousand torments. And he says to me, creature, my child, these thorns say that I want to be made king of every heart. All dominion belongs to me. I want you to take these thorns, pierce your heart, and purge it of all that does not pertain to me. Seal your heart with a thorn to show that I am your king and to keep anything else from entering you. Then he seems to be saying to me, Then go around to all hearts and pierce them. To let out all the smoke of pride and corruption and make me king of all hearts. My love, my heart aches upon leaving you. I beg you to pierce my ears with your thorns so that I may hear only your voice. Pierce my eyes so that I will be able to see only you. Fill my mouth with your thorns so that my tongue may be mute to all that could offend you, and be free to praise and bless you always. O my King Jesus, surround me with thorns. May these thorns keep me, defend me, and make me totally devoted to you. Now, I want to dry your blood and kiss you, for I see that your enemies are taking you to Pilate, who will condemn you to death. My love, Help me to continue on your sorrowful way. My crown Jesus, your sorrows pierce my poor heart, which cannot live without you, so wounded by your love. And so I search for you, and again I find you in front of Pilate. What a moving scene I see. The heavens are horrified, and hell trembles with fear and rage because it has been defeated. Life of my heart, I cannot look at you without feeling myself die. But the enrapturing power of your love forces me to look at you, to make me understand your pains. With tears and sighs, I contemplate you. My Jesus, you are naked. Instead of clothes, I see you dressed in blood. Your flesh is torn, your bones laid bare. Your most holy face is unrecognizable. The thorns pierce your most holy head and reach even into your eyes and face. I see only blood flowing to the ground and forming a bloody pool behind your steps. My Jesus, your condition is so grave that I no longer recognize you. You have reached the deepest depths of humiliation and torment. Oh, the very sight of you is unbearably sad. I feel myself dying. I want to snatch you away from Pilate's presence to enclose you in my heart and give you rest. I want to heal your wounds with my love. I want to flood the whole world with your blood to enclose all souls in it and take them to you as the prize of your pains. O patient Jesus, you seem to look at me with difficulty through your thorns and say to me, My child, come into these bound arms of mine. Rest your head on my breast, and you will feel more intense and bitter sorrow. Indeed, those that you see on the outside of my humanity are but the overflow of my interior sorrows. Pay attention to my heartbeat you will hear me make reparation for the injustices of those who command for the oppression of the poor, for favoring the guilty over the innocent. You will hear me atone for the pride of those who close their eyes to the light of truth and do not hesitate to break any law or wrong their neighbor to maintain their dignities, positions, and riches. With these thorns, I want to shatter the arrogant spirit of their rule. With the openings they form in my head, I want to enter their minds to reorder all things in them with the light of the truth. By being humiliated before this unjust judge, I want to make everyone understand that only virtue makes man master of himself. I also teach superiors that only virtue, united to right knowledge, makes one worthy and capable of governing and ruling others, and that authority without virtue is dangerous and devoid of merit. My child, repeat my reparations and continue being attentive to my sorrow. My love, I see that Pilate shudders at your pitiful state. He is deeply impressed, and he exclaims, Are human hearts capable of such cruelty? Oh, this was not my intention when I condemned him to be scourged. Wanting to free you from the hands of your enemies and needing a suitable reason, Pilate quietly questions you, turning his eyes away because he cannot bear such a sorrowful sight. He says, Tell me, what have you done? Your own people have turned you over to me. Tell me, Are you a king? What is your kingdom? My Jesus, you do not respond to Pilate's menacing questions. Enclosed in yourself, you occupy yourself with the salvation of my poor soul at the cost of so much suffering. Seeing that you give him no answer, Pilate adds, Do you not know that I have the power to free you or to condemn you? O my love, you long to make the light of the truth shine in Pilate's mind, and you answer. You would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. Nonetheless, those who have given me into your hands have committed a worse sin than yours. And so, Pilate is moved by the gentleness of your voice, irresolute as he is, His heart is in turmoil and believing that the hearts of the Jews will be compassionate. He decides to display you from the terrace, hoping that the hearts of the Jews will be merciful on seeing you so mutilated. He expects to be able to free you. My suffering Jesus. My heart aches as I watch you follow Pilate. With great difficulty, you walk bent under that horrible crown of thorns, while blood marks your footsteps. As you go out, you hear the riotous crowd that eagerly awaits your death sentence. Pilate imposes silence to gain the crowd's attention so that they can hear him. With disgust, he lifts the two edges of the purple rag that covers your breast and your back, He shows everyone how lacerated you are. And in a loud voice he cries out, Behold the man. Look at him. He no longer looks like a man. Look at his wounds. He is unrecognizable. If he has done wrong, he has already suffered enough. Indeed, too much. I already regret having made him suffer so much. Let us free him. Jesus, my love. Let me hold you up. I see that you waver, unable to stand under the weight of so much suffering. In this solemn moment, your lot is decided. At Pilate's words, a profound silence descends on heaven, on earth, and into hell. Then, as with one voice, comes the cry of all creatures. Crucify him. Crucify him. We want him dead at all costs. Jesus, my life, I see you tremble. The cry of death descends into your heart. In these voices, you hear the voice of your dear father who says, My son, I want you dead and dead crucified. You also hear the voice of your dear mother transfixed and desolate she echoes your dear father son i want you dead the angels the saints hell everyone with one voice cries out crucify him crucify him there is no one who wants you alive and oh to my greatest shame pain and horror i too feel myself compelled by a supreme force to cry out, crucify him. My Jesus, forgive me if I, a miserable sinner, also want you dead. But I beg you, do not make me die alone, but with you. Meanwhile, My anguished Jesus is moved by my sorrow and says to me, My child, press close to my heart and share in my pain and reparation. In this solemn moment, it must be decided either my death or the death of all creatures. In this moment, two currents are poured into my heart and one flows the souls who, though they may want me dead, want to find life in me. By accepting death for them, I absolve them from eternal condemnation and open the gates of heaven to receive them. In the other current flow, those who want me dead out of hatred and to confirm their condemnation, my lacerated heart feels the death of each one of them and the very pains of hell. My heart cannot bear these bitter pains. I feel death at every heartbeat and at every breath. And I repeat, why will so much blood be shed in vain? Why will all these pains be useless to so many? O oh, child, help me. I can no longer bear it. Take part in my suffering. Let your life be a continuous offering to save souls and to ease my excruciating pains. Jesus, my heart, your pains are mine. I repeat your reparation. I see that Pilate is astonished and hurries to say, What? Should I crucify your king? I find no fault in him to condemn. But the Jews deaf in the air with their shouts, We have no king but Caesar. If you do not condemn him, you are no friend of Caesar. Away with him. Away with him. Crucify him. Crucify him. Not knowing what else to do, and fearful of being removed from power, Pilate asks for a wash basin, washes his hands, and says, I am innocent of the blood of this just man. And he condemns you to death. The Jews cry out, Let his blood fall upon us and upon our children. And seeing you condemned to death, they rejoice, clap, whistle, and shout, O oh Jesus, here I am, holding you up and pressing you to my heart, feeling all the while that you make reparation for those in high positions who break the most sacred laws out of a vain fear to keep their posts. You pray for those who pay no heed to the ruin of entire peoples, who favor the wicked and condemn the innocent. You also make reparation for those who, when they have sinned, incite the divine wrath to punish them. As you make reparation for this, your heart bleeds for sorrow at seeing the people chosen by you struck by the curse of heaven, which they themselves have freely invoked, and th- and they seal the curse with your blood, which they have called down upon themselves. Oh, your heart faints. Let me hold it in my hands, making your reparations and sorrows my own. But your live, but your love, drives you still higher for you are already impatiently seeking the cross. My life, I will follow you, but do rest for now in my arms. Later, we shall reach Calvary together, so do stay within me and bless me. Reflection for the 9 a.m. hour. Crowning him with thorns, they treat Jesus like a buffoon king, hurling insults and inflicting untold pains upon him. He makes reparation, especially for sins of pride. Do I allow feelings of pride to seep into me? Do I take credit for the good that I do? Do I believe that I am better than others? Is my mind always empty of other thoughts so that grace may form in me? Often, We do not allow grace to form, because our mind is chock-full of other thoughts. And when our mind is not wholly filled with God, we are ourselves the cause of the devil's harassment, as if indeed we encouraged his temptations. But a mind filled with God, he leaves befuddled, because holy thoughts form a strong bulwark against the devil. When he makes his approach, it's as if many swords wounded him, And so the devil is afraid of drawing near, wanting to avoid sharp pains. I am wrong, therefore, to complain when my mind is troubled and tempted by the enemy, for it is my weak guard, because I am not occupied with Jesus, that drives the enemy to attack me, as if he spied on my mind to find small empty spaces where he could attack me. And yet, instead of succoring Jesus with holy thoughts, and almost wanting to break his thorns, I, ungrateful that I am, drive them even further into his head and make him feel their sharp stings even more so that grace is frustrated because it cannot accomplish in my mind the work of holy inspiration. Sometimes I do even worse. When I feel the weight of temptations, instead of bringing them to Jesus, making a bundle out of them and burning them at the feet of his love, I grow worried, I become sad, and even calculate my temptations. Therefore, not only is my poor mind filled with bad thoughts, but all my wretched being is, as it were, soaked in them, and I almost need a miracle from Jesus to extricate myself. And Jesus, looking through those thorns, glances at me, and calling to me says, Ah, my daughter, you yourself refuse to stay close to me, Had you come to me right away, I would have helped you free yourself from the troubles that the enemy brought into your mind. Instead, you left me pining for your return, and since I wanted your help to free me from these sharp thorns, in vain did I wait. While you were busy in the work that your enemy had prepared for you, oh, you would have been tempted much less had you come right away into my arms, so that fearing me, not you, the enemy would have left immediately. My Jesus, may your thorns be like a seal to my thoughts, which sealing them in your mind prevent anything to enter unless it breaks up your thorns. When Jesus makes himself felt in my mind and my heart, do I answer his inspiration, or do I let it fall into oblivion? Jesus is treated like a buffoon king. Do I respect all that is holy? Do I use all the reverence that is appropriate as if I were touching Jesus Christ himself? My crown Jesus, may I feel your thorns so that from your wounds I may understand how much you suffer and may you become king of all of me. Displayed on the terrace, Jesus is sentenced to death by the people that he most loved and assisted. To give me my life, my loving Jesus accepted death on my behalf am i ready to accept any pain to keep pain and insults away from my jesus for jesus not to suffer we must accept our sentence and because jesus in his humanity suffered sufficiently we ought to continue his life on earth and compensate with our suffering for the humanity of jesus christ what compassion do i have for the affliction Jesus suffered on seeing so many souls torn from his heart. Do I make his pains my own to refresh him in all that he suffers? The Jews want Jesus crucified so that he will die disgracefully and so as to erase his name from the face of the earth. Do I strive to make Jesus live on earth? With my acts, with my example, with my steps, I ought to leave a divine impression on the world to make Jesus recognized by everyone. With my works, I ought to produce a divine echo of his life from one end of the earth to the other. Am I ready to give up my life so that beloved Jesus may be refreshed from all the offenses he receives? Or do I imitate the Jews, the people so favored by God, who almost resemble my poor soul so loved by God, who cried out, let him be crucified. My condemned Jesus, may your condemnation, which I accept for love of you, be mine. I do through my soul what I cannot do through nature. I continually pour myself into you to carry you into the hearts of all creatures, to make you known to everyone and to give your life to all. my beloved Jesus. You have called me to this hour of your passion to keep you company, and I have come. I seem to hear you in anguish, painfully praying, atoning, suffering, and pleading with the most moving and eloquent words for the salvation of souls. I tried to follow you in everything. Now I owe you my heartfelt thank you And I bless you. Yes, O Jesus, I repeat. Thank you thousands and thousands of times. I bless you for all that you have done and suffered for me and for everyone. I thank you and I bless you for every drop of blood you shed. I thank you for every breath, for every heartbeat, and for every step. I thank you for every word, glance, affliction and outrage that you had to endure in everything O oh my jesus i intend to give you my thank you and i bless you O oh my jesus let my soul send forth a continuous flow of thanksgiving and blessings to you to draw down upon all of us the stream of your blessings and graces O oh my jesus press me to your heart with your most holy hands Mark each particle of my being with your I bless you, so that nothing but a continuous hymn of blessings flows from me to you. My sweet love, I rest in your heart. I am afraid to leave it. Is it not true that you will keep me there? Our heartbeats will continually touch so that you will give me life, love, and close and inseparable union with you. Please, I beg you, my sweet Jesus, if you see that I am about to run from you at times, let your heart be accelerate in mine. Let your hands press me closer to your heart. Let your eyes look at me and pierce me with rays of fire so that I may feel your presence and immediately return to union with you. Oh, my Jesus, be on guard so that I may not exhaust you. I beg you to watch over me. Oh, give me a kiss. Embrace me and bless me. Give me your most holy hands, so that I can do all that I must do, united with you. Amen. Servant of God, Luisa Picareta, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.